All right, guys. Welcome back to the Panther Den podcast. I'm your host, Cameron. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, it is a time of recording, 10.31 a.m. Central Time, 12.26.2022. Uh, so far, been a been an all right Christmas for myself. Um, it's funny because over the years, maybe it's just because I'm getting older, but Christmas just keeps getting leaner and leaner every year. Less and less presents under that tree. And I... I don't know. I've I've had I definitely plus it's supply blame. chain issues. Yeah, I definitely definitely blame the inflation Thanks, rate Biden. for sure. Yeah. Um but I got some really cool stuff for Christmas either way. Uh like I said, kind of a lean Christmas in our house, but I'm sure that's not a uncommon thing these days. Especially uh, right now. So yeah, I'm joined with J Dub, Carson, and Jacob today. J Dub, how was your Christmas? You it was pretty good. Pretty good. I kinda same thing as you with the lean Christmas, but it was kind of more so like every year it kind of seems like it's not like when you were a kid. No. Like it seemed like Christmas was like so much like bigger and longer. Like I, I love Christmas. I felt too. like it, like when I was a kid, it took like an hour to unwrap all my presents. Yeah. But this year I was done in like two minutes. Yeah, you know? but you as a kid, you would also like unwrap one, play with it for a little bit because you're like, oh my i got the new thing that's true then you'd unwrap another one and you know, do the same thing for also about I'd, I'd get mad and upset if i got like socks but now i'm getting socks i'm like dude hell yeah freaking socks socks and underwear that's where it's at it, it is it is um jade did you get anything exciting for christmas anything you want to shout out kind of brag on mm, not really <laughs> i'm wearing a sweatshirt that i got for christmas Ooh, looks nice so looks is cameron nice. yeah <laughs> i got this and I got several other jackets. Discipline equals freedom. Yeah. Shout it's... out Jocko Podcast. Not nice. sponsored. Wish. Um, Carson, did you get anything notable or cool for Christmas? Anything Ooh. besides socks and underwear? Nothing too wild. Just normal shit, really. What was uh, Hunter talking about the other day with the, or last night at Christmas with the January, <laughs> February thing? Oh, mom got us some. Advent calendar? No, it's it's just envelopes, but you can only open one each month of oh, the year. I see. That's kind of cool. That's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, except you got to wait the whole year to open your Christmas present. <clears throat> it's next year's Christmas <clears throat> present, yeah. technically. It'll make it more memorable, though. Like, yeah, it's oh, it's July. I can open my July envelope. Yeah. What's in here? Three hundred dollars. Cool. Gonna awesome. see if we can actually hold off and do it that way. <laughs> I, Hunter will be the first one to open it, though. He's nosy and likes to snoop. So, oh yeah, <laughs> he'll be he'll be there January first, mm-hmm. opening December twelve oh one, opening. God. Nice. Jacob, anything? You, did you get anything notable? Actually, I know one thing you got that was actually pretty cool and pretty notable. Oh, yeah. Ethan told me about it before he gave it to you. Oh uh, yeah, I thought so. I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Ethan got me a pair of night vision. Uh, it was just like night vision binoculars that can also record Ooh. stuff and take pictures. Maybe we should do a like see if we can upload that footage on our on like Instagram or something. We do like a little podcast video with in night, night vision. vision in night vision. <laughs> That'd be kind of neat. That'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, I feel like it'd be pretty cool. We could just everybody get... start shutting your shades and blinds around here. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't look through glass with night vision. Yeah, it's actually kind of neat. Like, 
that and that's a, is it thermal or is thing. it night vision? No, it's night vision. You can look through I thought, glass. I thought thermal was a thing you can look through glass. It might be both, but I tried looking through glass with night vision and you couldn't do it. I Are thought you, you could. No, it was just white. I know you definitely can because uh, Lucas Bodkin from T Rex Arms, he's got a Land Rover that he decked out and he put uh, IR Illuminator headlights on his Land Rover. Mm-hmm. So you can wear his quad nods and drive at night with those head beams. And uh, so there's no light emitted from the vehicle. It's just when, well, you, must, when you see it with the naked eye, it's just him cruising down the road. I must have just been too close to glass. I don't know. I don't know. We'll play with them. I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna you're going to get out and we'll yeah. play with them. Probably this weekend. It says they'll work through single pane glass or plastic. Okay. Oh, well, so the, do I was you have double pane? The, yeah, Most I was looking modern windows are double pane or more. Yeah. So that's probably the issue. Thank you, <coughs> Carson slash Jamie. Um, God, dude, I got to pee. Uh, Jacob, so well, let me introduce our topic. So this is going to kind of be our first Christmas episode, Christmas special. Um, we're going to kind of, going to be a shorter episode today. Ain't got a ton to talk about. We just wanted to put out a little bit of content, keep you held over for the holidays. But we're going to talk about... Predominantly the World War One Christmas truce. Uh, Going to touch on World War Two a little bit. You'll find out why because there wasn't really much of a truce on World War Two, as much as there was World War One. I, I guess find we find out why. I'll explain it right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm gonna. Jacob was the person that came up with this topic, so I'm gonna throw it to you, Jacob, to kind of kick us off here. Yeah. So, like Cameron said, we're talking about. First, we'll talk about the World War One Christmas truce, and uh, it's going to be the nineteen fourteen Christmas truce because that was the one that had the most in it, or the most people involved in it. But uh, I was just thinking about this topic just because you know Christmas themed, and a lot of people know about the World War One Christmas truce, but also don't know about it. I mean. It's just kind of something that was that brought a lot of people together, even during a world war. So I just kind of thought it would be neat to talk about. <clears throat> but I'll start it off where uh, the 1914 one included about a hundred thousand troops. It was that's a lot of people. Yeah, it was quite a bit of, and that's and it's that's a lot of people considering it wasn't planned yeah it wasn't planned it wasn't it was just kind of like the germans yelled across the border or across no man's land merry christmas every once in a while throughout the month of december and uh the other side would yell it back and they just kind of on the 24th some of them would just uh get up out of the trench and cross no man's land with no guns unarmed completely and they the other side would just get up and do the same and ended up having a great time yeah well and it goes to show these wars even as necessary as they might seem the people that are instigating the issues and the people that are starting these wars aren't the people that are fighting them Yep. And a lot of the people that are fighting them, maybe they, they go into the war uh, believing in the cause. And I this kind of plays off of 
this is kind of interesting that Jacob brought this topic up because I've been reading, I've read two books so far uh, in the past month about the German side of both World War One and World War Two, and they were one was a fiction written by an actual World War One veteran, and then one was a nonfiction uh, from a German machine gunner in World War Two. But the basically what the common theme was is that they went into this war, these wars, kind of believing and buying the propaganda and hating the other side. But then they both came up to the realization that the other side was just like them. They were just soldiers. All they wanted to do was get back home to their families. I mean, a lot of them kind of lost their ideals and, I lost the belief in what they were supposed to be fighting for, you know, air quotes fighting for. Well, there was also one account during the Christmas truce where a German 18-year-old was uh, talking to some of the, I think it was just Englishmen, talking to some of them, and he was, like, asking them, why are we here? He does. He, like, legitimately did not know what they were fighting for. So they were, he was just doing it for his country because they told him to. They didn't really tell him why. Well, and that, I don't know, you see, you've seen that in just about every war, I think. It's always the people, it's the people that start it. The people that start it are not the ones fighting. Yeah. Well, see, okay, so I've, I already knew a little, I knew a little bit about this, and I did a lot more research once Jacob told told me about it or said that's what the topic was going to be. And the thing was like the reason why there, there's a, there's a bunch of reasons why there wasn't any major ones in the rest of world war one. And then wasn't really any after that, because like when this happened, okay. So, so the war had been going for six months, Yeah, five or six, five months, or six and months. And, uh, and the thing was you look at who was involved. Like there were some that were on the Eastern front, like very little with Russia and Germany, mm-hmm. but you look, it was most, it was Germany, Great Britain, uh, Belgium and France. Mm-hmm. And the thing was, World War One was started between the Austrian Hungarians and the, uh, English, like, and yeah. So, I mean, it was just like World War Two has a much, much better, uh, like, like reason for something happening. This was just basically like Germany wasn't necessarily like the instigators of this war. They had their, they had their allies in Austria and they saw this as like, well, they're in war. We can try to gain something out of this. Same thing with the Ottomans, like the Ottoman empire in world war one, they weren't, they weren't, they just had better alliances with Germany and Austria. So that's why they were in it. Mm -hmm. Like, and they were just trying, and everyone was kind of trying to gain something. So the thing was, they're like, I mean, all those people that during this Christmas truce were like, okay, so some, so the Archduke of Austria was killed by a Serbian. So now I have to, as a British guy, fight a German in France. Does that make sense to you? No. And he comes from, like, and the thing is, they didn't have social media. They were on, he was on a farm milking a cow. And they're like, oh, yeah, some guy across Europe got, assassinated so now you got to go fight somebody who isn't even associated and the funny thing is the way he got assassinated was so (laughs) stupid yeah the guy fucked up yeah the the assassination the assassin 
fucked it up so hard that he got it right. Yeah. Like, okay. So what what was the whole story? It was like So he was he there was, visiting. Yeah. And uh so he tried to uh, so when he was on a, he was in an open car, like an, uh, like a convertible basically. And he, tr- he, they tried to bomb it completely missed. And then the guy was like, well, fuck. And he just started leaving. Well, the thing was somebody else, it had hit another car and they got hurt. Well, the Archduke Ferdinand was like, well, we got to go check on him. So he went to the hospital. Turns out the guy that was supposed to execute him was like walking past. He's like, oh fuck, there he is. And he shot him with a freaking revolver. Yeah. Just like walks up and. Yeah, but sounds it like was so that first place. dumb. Yeah. Sounds like it was but planned to me. Then going to happen <laughs> that way. <laughs> but then, like, kind of going back to Just God's plan. Going back to it, like where like the people, people don't know why we're fighting everything. The so this is the first year of the war, but at, in 1915 and on, the the commanders and like the higher ups that are gain something from this war. Like they're getting paid like pro- like those British guys are getting paid like maybe what, ten quid or something I don't know ten quid to see me bomb they're not getting paid that much especially in ni- the early 1900s but the thing is they're gaining territory they're gaining all this stuff and they're like they shut it down like they're like well uh, like that's why there was none later on partly because at that point the like the Somme hadn't happened yet all these other big major battles so they hadn't hated each other yet they thought the war was going to be over by christmas it wasn't so they're just like well let's just do this but then the higher ups were like yep no we can't we're not doing that so then they would get in trouble if they did it mm-hmm. there were some in 1915 but there was basically none by the time the war ended yeah well and, and to kind of go off that a lot of those higher up military officers they were gaining stuff too because not just the politicians because this the good uh, a war like that would have been good for their careers. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that was it. Wasn't like they were just like, oh, we need a leader come join the like. They were already in the military, and, and there they, were well, there were a few brigadier generals, which are one star generals, uh, but there were a few of those that were in on the very first Christmas truce. Yeah, but those are also people that are on the. I mean. Yeah, they're generals, and they're going to be told. They're going to be the first ones told not to do that again. But the thing is, they're on the front. Mm-hmm. The th- there's other there's other generals that are back at back in the back if they're on the if they're at the trenches at in all in the rear yeah. with the gear. Yeah, yeah. In World War One, that was like all there was was trench warfare. That was still the the hot new thing. Yep. Well, World War One was just the just to kind of talk about just the amount of bombs. And artillery Decimation. that was dropped is just insane. I mean, I think I can't remember the exact number, but they in one particular battle they dropped before the battle they dropped like a million pounds of bombs or something like that. I saw a really Jeez. good uh, quote. I can't remember who it was by, but I thought of Cameron when I saw this, and they said that. Uh, and he based I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but he basically was just like World War One is the first time we've seen the effects, the major effects of the industrial revolution. Cause like the thing is like, cause it was the war that it was the, it was like, no one had seen anything like that. Like these people thought that the war was going to end quick and they thought they were like Germany thought they were just going to march to Paris. And then they thought they were just going to stop them or march to Berlin and mm-hmm. stop them. Well, then they just ended up 
the thing was, I mean, they were still fighting like it was like older warfare, but now, but now there was planes, there was tanks, there was Zeppelins, Zeppelins, all this stuff. And they just, and it just, it just, like, cause the thing was like, it wasn't like World War II was much more like a clear cut bad guy in World War II and everything was already established at this point. It was like, okay, we're just out of, we're just out of war. Like, I mean, because you could you could consider the Napoleonic Wars basically, or the American Revolution a war war. But the thing was, we had we are fighting the same way we have been for hundreds of years. But now we're trying to fight this war that just every all the cards are played right. But then you also have massive artillery and planes. So now they just get to play hard, and it's harder for they get to play. The big guys get to play with what they got, and that's what led to one of the worst wars ever fought. Um. So I I looked it up. I found a figure here. No te- no telling if it's actually true or not, or like statistically right. But this, I mean, it does sound about right. They dropped around three hundred tons of bombs. That's about six hundred. That's like, that's like six hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, six hundred thousand pounds. Battle? No, just in the entire war. Okay, so well, the, everyone combined, or uh, I think so. Okay, I mean, I I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking it, for some more. If you think about it, that's pretty substantial yeah, because it they, says they this didn't article have huge bombs back then. From SpartacusEducational.com says it's estimated that during the war, uh, oh, wow, uh, 254 metric tons of bombs were dropped just from aircraft. Yeah. So, so that's not even artillery, yeah. which is way more prominent in World War yeah. One. Oh, my yeah. God. Dang. That's a lot. And then they have you guys heard of those arrows that they would drop out of the planes? Like they no. were steel. They were just pretty much steel, full steel oh, yeah. arrows that they, they did would that just at the start of the war. Yeah, they would just drop like a thousand of them across no man's land. They weren't super effective, but man, if you got hit by one, you were yeah. you're gone. Yeah. So it says. There were in the fortifications. There were around seven thousand old guns. This is talking about artillery, which included three thousand six hundred eighty-eight powerful, one hundred and twenty and one hundred fifty-five millimeter cannons. Yeah. So I'm gonna look that up. One hundred twenty. So millimeter I mean, artillery shell. Oh, that that thing's big. That's yeah. huge, dude. That's what she said. Um, Not to you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, dude, it was I'm just a constant. I mean, it was always like a constant barrage, barrage most of the time. And then, especially if there was going to be an attack, they would all they would mostly all the time shoot artillery before they would go up. Over yeah, that was like the World War One was the first uh, record of shell shock. Yeah, and that's why they called it because it. That's why they called it shell shock because there was just so many artillery shells being dropped and shot constantly. I mean, I mean you look at Carson. Like, what do you think? I don't know <laughs> shit about this. You've been silent. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, made myself him, a drink. Yeah, poured I himself feel a glass. Right sitting here without one, so I'm just listening. Yeah, well, that's I mean, okay. I just I can't even imagine. I've watched I watched a video about a um. It was a World War. Uh, one veteran and they videotaped him i think it was probably a few months before he passed and he said that uh like going up and over 
Like he said that I think it was his first time going up or, or I don't know. He might've been in it a long time. I don't know. But he said like you go over and he said instantly he just saw all kinds of people just fall face forward and just down. And then he said like he, he got like, he said he got maybe a quarter of a way there and he just felt like somebody just had like a chain, like a barbed wire chain or something and hit him on the leg. And he had got machine gunned his legs off and he just fell down. And he says he doesn't, he doesn't remember being out there. Like someone coming and get, he, he doesn't know how he got back. I guess they went and got him. Well, he probably passed out from blood loss. Yeah. But on his legs came, like it just saw him like his legs Lieutenant right off. Dan. I believe yeah. it. I think I know one of them was gone. I don't know if he had both gone, but um, I don't know. That's but just, just kind of going back to the Christmas thing, though, like how that just, I mean, that's just, that's, that's crazy to me. Cause it wasn't for one, it wasn't planned and it happened through the entire front. Yeah. It wasn't well, just like his Christmas would suck. If you get socks and underwear, he's only getting underwear this year. Yeah, Talk about a lean Christmas. That is true. Yeah. It's true. At least I don't, at least I have both my legs still. And some of the some of the Christmas truces last until yeah, like, they lasted days until uh, January. Yeah, because a lot of them the didn't first. want to fight. They're like, anymore. this is great. Like these people aren't these. They're telling me that this guy is a enemy, but he literally just brought me liquor and like and he's like yeah just go get like they get they got all their wounded like they were on no man's land they're dead yeah they, they, they played soccer together yeah and football football. God. Yeah, they I mean they played soccer and and this was like that makes me think of fifteen when, different places when too. America tied with England in the World Cup this year and they're like everybody online was like get soccered. <laughs> you know what's great too? I, I don't I do not like soccer that great, but uh well, the best player on the men's team is uh Christian Polisic and he wore a sh- undershirt. And he would lift it up, and it says it's called soccer on it. <laughs> Good and man, people got pissed. But Good. Sorry, that was a little tangent. off topic, but I it just made me think of that. Yeah. Anyway, they were playing football. football. They were playing football, but yeah, they and this was not just one place. It happened across the entire front with like half half the brigades at least, and some of them just came up and gave you chocolate or yeah cigarettes or cigars right there of every war is just some yeah big time money dude Mm -hmm. this shit wouldn't happen people can get along if it wasn't for them i feel like world war one they really uh found out how much money they could make off of it yeah yeah you look at like the i i kind of we could probably do a whole episode about these people but the rothschild family mm-hmm. i don't like uh they if you, <laughs> that's when we get shot like yeah we're, probably, <laughs> we're, we're done so now but the thing is they fund like they have funded if you look at like receipts and all this they have funded at both sides of almost every major war since the napoleonic wars exactly that's when it. they that's they were funding napoleon they were funding the coalitions they were funding the the central and the, and the allies powers and it's just a big banking scheme. Like, and I, wa- I saw a video the other day of uh, when King Charles was uh, made king, and uh, one whoever's the head of the Rothschild family was like talking to him, 
and you if you looked at king charles he looked like inti- he looked intimidated like he's like oh crap like the guy was like pointing at him and it's like and i'm like sitting there like yeah this guy has way more power mm-hmm. than this you guy had like trillions of dollars back then yeah and you i mean because that's and i was talking to i was talking to ethan about this we were on we were playing games the other day and we were talking and the thing is like so you look at like Elon Musk. I don't know if he's the richest person in the world still. I think someone might have passed him. I, I don't like know. I don't know. Is. But the thing is, he's so he's a billionaire. The thing is, though, if I watch this other guy talking about like the Saudi princes and like all these pe- leaders of countries, and he's like, I wouldn't doubt that those Saudi princes don't aren't, aren't trillionaires. Mm-hmm. Like massive because they don't they like you think like all these rich people they have i mean yeah they have loopholes but they have to go te- and everyone's talking about them and they have to tell them how much you make but the thing is where does the saudi who what government does the saudi prince have to answer to himself exactly. and it's all these people and then that family i've never i never heard of i heard of Elon musk way before i was gotten into big politics but i had never heard of the rothschilds family like if i did i didn't think anything of it yeah that's they by like, design they like yeah. barely touched on it in any history class they talked about if rockefeller yeah they talked about rockefeller and rothschilds hardly at all yeah really but yeah i don't know it's all war is a racket that's all it is um and it's the poor man that has to die for it or worse become permanently disfigured or disabled either mentally or something physically or nothing about yeah i know well and that makes me think i heard this real quick before we take a break here i heard this online story these uh uh you know the military has like general contractors they'll hire out civilians to do like odds and ends around military bases all over the world, even in combat areas. Um, this guy had made a Reddit post. He was in the Marine Corps and he was on a heavy weapon, like a heavy weapons unit. I think like some kind of armored, basically they were on vehicles and he was a heavy machine gunner <clears throat> and him and his buddies were hanging out and uh, cleaning their guns, you know, doing maintenance on their vehicles, whatever. And this old Vietnam vet, uh, he come up to him. He was a general contractor kind of work, you know, did odds and ends around there. And he come up to him and said, Hey boys, you know, I like that song you're playing because they're playing music. And, you know, thanks the Vietnam vet thanked him for his service. And he's like, no, sir, I should be thanking you for your service. And he goes, no, you don't. Cause I don't even know what it was for. Mm. And, and that just kind of stuck with that dude. And he was just talking about it online. I'm like, man, I mean, it, it, I don't know. It just rings true that, well, just going back to, like you were saying, them playing soccer and stuff. Them guys out there doing the fighting, they got nothing against each other than what they're told from their side. If it wasn't for the higher-up people making no telling what off of this, this shit wouldn't be going on. And I believe that with that one all through all the rest of the wars. These and people on the ground don't know what the fuck they're doing. It kind of makes Why me... they're there, they get 20 different stories why they're there. They're just doing what they're told. I mean, that's what they're trained to do. But in all reality, it's the big man making. Well, once you get out on the battlefield, your concern, I've heard this from millions of different sources. Your main concern is you and the guy next to you. Right. 
But I'm saying it's survival. if they wouldn't fed all this shit, this is why we're going here. We got to do this. These they wouldn't people go and be having these wars. They wouldn't be concerned about the guy next to them because they wouldn't be even fighting with these people. And it just, it's just crazy to me. How much time do we got? We got two minutes. Okay. Well, it's just crazy to me that like, cause you like, you're told all the time by your higher, like the, your country don't murder. Don't do, don't do everything that you can do in war. And the thing is, it's not like they'll be like, okay, here's the plan. You're going to be here. You're going to go here. You're going to be in Berlin by this time. They don't know what they're doing, and they don't know when they're going. I mean, they know the second that their higher-up gets a message to do something different than what they were. Like, they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They don't know why they're there, and they they just don't know. I mean, they could be fighting anybody. They don't know where the hell they are. I mean, they've never left their small farm, especially in... 1900s like they had never met left their farm and now they're told they're in they're fighting germans yeah now they're walking halfway across their continent just like yeah go fight that guy go kill that guy even though if you go kill somebody at your house yeah you're gonna be hung or if you if you don't do what i say i'm gonna shot i'm gonna shoot you right here i gotta get analogy for this but it's gonna have to wait so we'll be right back hi everyone Are you tired of relying on our unstable food chain? If so, you're in luck. If you live in the greater southwest Missouri area, our new sponsor, Wilson Farms, can provide you with homegrown beef. Wilson Farms can provide you knowledge and confidence that your beef is ethically raised and harvested. For more info, call 417-838-2451. Or you can call 417-838-5237 and let them know we sent you. And we're back. (laughs) All right. So anyway, so my analogy, basically, it'd be like Carson and Jacob having an issue with each other. And then Carson telling Jacob to come fight me and Jacob telling me to go fight Jacob. Yeah. Or I don't I don't saying, even know J Dub. I don't even have an issue with or me J-Dub. saying J Dub, I need this, this, and this to help fight him, and then Jacob going to you and being like, I need this, this, and this. Yeah. Yeah. And sending you guys out there to go do it while me and Jacob sit here and but have then, whiskey and smoke cigars. But then if Carson and Jacob don't have an issue, but I go up to J Dub and stab him in the back, somehow that's just that's murder. Well, that's, that's wrong. wrong. Yeah. yeah. But if you guys tell me to do it. But well, if you do tell me to do it, then yeah. it's okay. There's treaties and um, and alliances. Yeah, and God, dude. Well, it, it's like if I go up to Carson. It's the same with taxes. If I go up to Carson and say, hey, Carson. Taxes are the biggest fucking joke in this world. I know. If I say, hey, oh. give me 30% of your income or I'll shoot you or throw you in a prison, I'll go to jail. But if the government does it, mm-hmm. then. See. Then you'll go to jail for not paying the government. Yeah. Yeah, it's bullshit. Biggest freaking scam. Well, here's the thing: the only difference between the government and organized crime is that the government's been around longer. Mm-hmm. They have the monopoly on violence, and they have the monopoly on basically just violence. They have the control. Yeah. Um, is there anything else we kind of want to touch on? I know World War Two didn't have much. They didn't have hardly any. Christmas truces, did they? No, uh, they had a few, but there I were mean, some during the like there was like little ones, like not like it was like groups that were like somehow 
like fa- like uh well you think like in 19 like in the battle of the bulge it, in the battle of the bulge like the it started 9 days before christmas mm-hmm. so and they were that was their last ditch, ditch, ditch effort to try to re, try to surround they surrounded some people but they were trying to break back through like they did earlier in the war so like i don't think they would have i don't think hitler would have been too happy if they just went like okay let's Take a break. Well, and Cameron's been battling the bulge since he transitioned. Trans <laughs> transitioned. You're right. You're right. Now. Uh, in World War One, there's accounts of even Hitler being against the uh, Christmas truce, and yeah. he was just a cor- corporal in yeah. World War One. Well, he was a but he was like a he was a big time like German like nationalist. Like he was oh, very. Yeah. Like he was a hunt, he was for the war. Like there's a picture of him, like when they declared war, like cheering and stuff. Oh, of course. And that's why, like that's like then I guess he got he just, one of his testicles shot off. Yeah, and then some British guy f did the biggest f up in the entire earth by not killing him. I heard that or seen a deal on that. Yeah, I didn't, never knew that. Deal. Yeah, he spared one person's life, and it turned out to be Hitler's. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, what would have happened if that wouldn't have went down, though? It'd be nuts. Um, I don't. I feel like Germany would have almost ceased to exist because I feel like their economy would have collapsed after being yeah, they in were, so much debt after World War. Because, like, if if you look at the uh, Great Depression in the United States, imagine that, like, because you know how, like, in school they told you how bad it was. Imagine that times like a thousand. That's what it was like in Germany yeah. after World War One. It was it was bad. horrible. Well, and there's a lot to be said. Uh, I mean, World War Two pretty much kind of brought us out of the depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All these kind. Like, so what would have ha- like? Would they have just stayed in their depress? Everybody stayed in the depression a lot longer, or I would bet. it just Some, have collapsed? I don't know enough about it to really tell you. Because they're like, oh, war's so bad and everything. Like, yeah, it kind of sucks for the loser. But if you look at it. Like we're, we're giving you some, that, we're giving you some mixed signals. Here. How does that make sense though? That the world is just in the worst depression it's ever seen, just no money, and then they're like, oh, and on top of that, there's a big war. Then after it's like everything's hunky dory. Like how does that make sense? Because they're making money on it. Mm-hmm. Like the thing with World War Two, there to me, there's a lot more of a reason for the small guy to be at in the war there's still a lot of like them telling people what to go do and they don't know exactly why they're there. But a lot of America, like a lot of people went there on their own accord. Well, like, and a lot of people don't realize that we had massive sanctions and restrictions on Japan. Like we were sanctioning the absolute dog piss out of them before they attacked Pearl Harbor. So that gave them kind of the initiative yeah. and reasoning to, Attack Pearl Harbor, which, by the way, kind of reminds me of something that's going on right now. The only people that sanctions hurt is the like the common man, because if you do like import sanctions where you can't import like a certain amount of food or like you basically what you're doing is you're kind of cutting off their their imports. Uh, so that's really going to hurt the supply chain and the food availability yeah. in a country. It's it's, it's going to. The food that's going to the normal people, yeah, it's, and the jobs that mm-hmm. those normal people have. You're not, you know, the rulers of these countries, they're not going to go without a meal. No. Nah. Okay, so 
that in turn would kind of incentivize or make it easier for like say say Russia say pretty much most of the world put sanctions on America pretty hard that would give our government an easy or make it easier for our government to incentivize and motivate the American people to go to war yeah you're just adding an incentive for that country to go to war with you so that's and, what we did with Japan is we we sanctioned the absolute dog shit out of them Kind of rightfully so, because they were kind of pillaging and raping and murdering China. But I will say, I mean, there were some legitimate reasons behind why Japan did what they did. It wasn't just like a random America bad. It was yeah. like, oh, fuck, they're really messing up our economy and our people Yeah, with these sanctions. Yeah. Anyway, that was kind of off topic. Um, not really, but we were talking about it. I did. Uh, I did see a. It was an account by a family in the Ardennes forest during World War II, and I uh, I could be butchering the hell out of this, but from what I understood was it was a little kid that wrote about this like years after World War II, and he said that he was they were it was Christmas time during the Bulge, and um, during the Battle of the Bulge, uh, and. He saw there was like I think it was like three or four Americans. Some of them were injured, and they showed up to their house, and they let them in. Well, then later in the day, some German soldiers that were injured came, and they let them in too. And they ended up having like a Christmas together, mm -hmm. all of them. They didn't, and then they all they all like exchange like the Germans and the and the Americans exchanged stuff, and then they all left, and nobody. Oh yeah, I've happened. heard that story. Yeah, and there's I mean, some other ones too that are kind of like that during that time so dude speaking of battle of the bulge um we have a friend this is off topic and kind of funny but we have this friend mutual friend we all know him and as soon as i explain the story you're going to know exactly who i'm talking about I probably already know yeah so i've worked with this friend a couple different jobs we've had together and he'll he'll literally like he'll come up to me and he'll have like a half chub going on. And he'll be like, dude, look, freaking straight up battle of the bulge right now. I'm like, God, dude, stop. Like, I don't want to like, like if somebody's like, Hey dude, look, you know, you're like, Oh, what? And so, you know, I automatically look and you're like, God, dude, why? And you can, yeah. Most people that do that aren't talking about their wiener. Well, he, <laughs> if you know, this guy, yeah. you know, he, I, I guess that's not to, when he says, Hey, look at this, just, Turn around and walk away. <laughs> I've known him for so long. I guess I should know better, but God, I guess you I know, don't know. Cameron's learned. always curious about it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you guys, you guys ready to wrap this up? Because I'm kind of out of things to talk about. Yeah, I think so. I mean, so we, we've all knew this is going to be a shorter episode. So, uh, J-Dub, anything you'd like to leave with our listeners? Social media plugs. Before uh, we, before we, oh yeah, forget. Uh, well, I just forgot. Uh, J uh, J Dub underscore seventeen seventy six. You should be able to find me on TikTok and Twitter with that TikTok gaming channel. Uh, Panther Den Gaming or Panther Den Games, one of the two. I need to get that sorted out. <laughs> Have you posted that anything? Yeah, I've posted a lot. Not in a not for the past week and a half. It's okay. It's Christmas. But yeah, it's Christmas. I'm taking Gosh. a Christmas break. Gosh. Gosh. freaking freaking charged. producer over here getting all buttered about the. Come on, it's Christmas. I Jacob. was asking a question. It's mostly know, just clips. Just with you. 
it's mostly just clips. So if you don't if you don't play games and if you don't like watching gaming clips, then you're probably not gonna like it. But if you do, check it out. Yeah. Um, I haven't and, posted anything on my actual TikTok in a while either. I haven't either. I need to because the thing was I'm. I'm still like I, I still, still have an account, account warning. I don't it's have been one. like six months and I still have an account warning. Dang. So. And it was kind of, something stupid too. I'm kind of pissed off about it, but it's all. It's Wasn't whatever. it a Ted Kaczynski meme? I don't even remember what it was. I think point. I I had an account warning. And I still have one that's like under review, and it's but I don't have it doesn't have account warning up there anymore. So I don't know. Um, anything else? World Economic Forum. Oh yeah, they can suck my tank. I think. Uh, I was also going to mention something about that. I thought it was going to be a little too off topic, but. Uh, I saw a picture of the the World Economic Forum fucker, the German guy or yeah. whatever, with the guy whoever's in charge of the Rothschilds right now. And they were together and they were like all smiley and stuff. I'm like, oh, they're not gonna own anything. We're get, they're gonna eat the bugs. It's gonna be so funny. Fucking faggots. Don't eat the bugs. Carson, anything you wanna leave with our listeners? I don't really have anything for this one. Nothing pretty empty here. Nothing pretty empty. No. God. Okay. Well, what do you call two Vietnamese driving around in '69 Charger? What? The Gooks of Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, with that, <laughs> thank you, Carson. Jacob. Jacob. Uh, uh, final final thoughts. Statements. I, I don't have much. Just you know, uh, Christmas brings people together very much, even if. You're on opposite sides of a losing war. You're it'll bring you together. It's it's a time of family and rejoice. Don't forget it. I know we're posting this a day after Christmas, but But still. honestly, December honestly, the December. December is Christmas. Praise I mean, God. New Year's Eve is the after party for Christmas. Really? It is. I mean, that's but, when yeah. you. That's yeah. when you just drink more after to get rid of that hangover from Christmas. Yeah. Um. Anything else? I think I'm good. Okay. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can email us at the Panther Den Podcast or the Panther Den Pod at gmail dot com. Uh, we love feedback, negative or positive. Um, go ahead, send us an email. Reach out on our Instagram, Daniel. She's not here, but she runs our Instagram page uh, at Panther underscore actual. Uh, we're trying to get that up and running. Uh, you can find me on TikTok at Dr. Fauci is a cuck. All one word, all lowercase. Um, What's a cuck? <laughs> listen to some more episodes. And you'll find out what a cuck is if you don't know what it is. Um, let's see what else here. We're going to be doing... So we're going to have some big things coming up next year. Uh, we're going to try to reach out more. We're going to try to promote more. Um, big things. Yeah, big, big things coming. Big things coming for the podcast. Um, I think that's it, guys. Uh, you know, go outside, exercise. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas. Praise God. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. We'll see. We will be doing, well, Jacob yeah. will be doing a New Year's Eve episode. I will not be on it. Uh, and JW will probably be on. JW going to be on the New Year's Eve episode. When is uh what? It's this weekend. We'll figure yeah. it out. Weekend. We'll figure it out. Okay. Anyway, so, so is it going to be like a special? Talk to talk to we'll Jacob. See. I'm special. We'll um, see. I won't be there. 
But regardless, guys, um, as always, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next one.